What up, though, my G's? Yeah, y'all should know what it is. It's BKA Watts, one half of the Blurs and Clips podcast right here on the Pro 3 ENT Network. As always... Nigga, I shouldn't have ate that Arby's because now I got indigestion. <laughs> and I got depression. That's the award-winning nigga. Hey, man, listen. It's us. We are back for another cast of potting. Not rapping. Thank God. Man, listen. So, <clears throat> if you... Would like to reach out to us we would like for you to do so so i'm gonna throw this out there early in the episode make sure you send us questions concerns comments show subjects and things we should discuss to our email at blurs and clips at gmail.com once again that's blurs and clips at gmail.com and you just might hear something you sent to us up here on the show one time blur. and please do not send links to your shitty mixtape Oh no! Look, this is this is look. We talk movies and TV and games and things of the sort. So, I absolutely don't want to hear nothing that you're talking about with music underneath. Yeah, I'm sure you got bars, sure kid. Anyway, <laughs> you got them all, my G. Listen, that's that's fine. I believe you. Yeah. So, what are we doing for this episode? We're talking about movies and shit. You know what? Movies? I was thinking that that just might work. <laughs> yeah, I guess we got to you do so much content. You forget about the things that you haven't actually talked about on the podcast. So, I mean, I guess we got to go over the few things that maybe we've fucking seen so far. And, oh, I do have a new thing that I saw just last night. So, yeah, we yeah we should talk about movies. All right, man. So, look, today we're going to cover a little bit of what we've been watching thus far this year. My geez. So, <clears throat> we actually going to bounce around to a couple of different places today. But... I do want to start with this coming to America coming to number two America is officially out. You can, you can watch that joint at the crib on the prime Amazon. And the weird thing that is happening is because the movie is not that great. Clearly people are speaking on the fact that it's not that great. Nigga, you hating <laughs> we need support. It's a bunch of black people that got that got hired and got jobs because Eddie Murphy gave them jobs and you hating by talking about you don't like it. How come we just can't celebrate what's good with, with black people? Why why you gotta why you gotta tear it down? Because it wasn't good. And it's the it thing, and it's the thing too. Like, and 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 I'm I'm guilty of this too. I definitely call shit trash. And this movie was not trash. It just it's it's not bad it's just also not good okay it's not good here here's the thing here's the thing that i have an issue with this regardless of we're talking about coming to america or so many other things people really have to get out of the mind state of feeling like your opinion is fact listen motherfucker your opinion is not fact your opinion is your opinion right i can respect your opinion even if i don't agree with your opinion so as much as i don't like coming to america and i don't hate it because I gave it a, a C minus on our review. So right. obviously I got some enjoyment out of it, but I'm not about to say it's a good movie because I watch a lot of movies that are trash. But at the end of the day, if you liked it, you like it. Like, I don't understand what this whole thing of is just like, because you don't agree with me, you feel like, oh, it's wrong because you say it's not good. Nah, I can just not like some shit. It's fine. Like, right. I tell motherfuckers all the time, like if I compare it to your, your significant other, like does it matter if I think your bitch is cute? Like, no, it's about what you feel. Stop worrying about what my opinion is and feeling like, oh, it's just wrong and it's just tearing everything down. But this is also from a lot of you that do not understand in certain ways about film. And I don't really want to get elitist with this, but you have to really understand what makes things great. Like, I feel like this is my last comparison. I, and I thought about this shit before. If it's like your girl watching you go onto the basketball court, you're playing against Michael Jordan in one-on-one game. And somehow, somehow, you end up actually scoring one point on Michael Jordan. And she says, yeah, my boyfriend can play because he scored on Michael Jordan, scored that one point. Now, she's comparing her skills to yours in the sense that you seem great because you scored that one point. Yep. But you could very well still be trash based on how other basketball players play basketball so a lot of you people just don't understand that a movie or a film can be not good but you can still enjoy it but if you don't know what really constitutes making a great film outside of the objectiveness of you just liking some shit or not you're always going to have this issue but again your opinion is not fact yeah and that's 
That's a fact, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. That's a fact. The fact is, your opinion is just your opinion. And just because Eddie Murphy is black and the cast is black and all that other shit, y'all can say black as many times as you want, my nigga. That don't mean that I have to like it or that I have to praise it publicly and then sit and talk with my niggas about how that shit wasn't the joint for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's whack, bro. Listen, <laughs> niggas are, like, everybody misses, my nigga. It's, it's crazy as fuck because it's coming to America and it's connected to coming to America. It has, on its side, nostalgia. Right. So, for example, Pluto Nash. Niggas worldwide had a ball trashing this nigga Eddie Murphy for that shit, bro. Right. The uh, thousand words or whatever the fuck that shit was called. Yeah, I think that was it. Niggas had a ball trashing Eddie Murphy, running his name through the proverbial mud, my nigga, because that shit was ass, dog. And it just was. But niggas is not allowed or not allowing niggas to say that this shit wasn't good. Y'all niggas, man, y'all expectations is just, man, this was actual fantastic cinema and all that other shit. No, it wasn't, my nigga. No, it wasn't. This shit, like, my nigga, like, and the crazy shit, I want to say Amazon paid like $100 million to get the rights to this shit, to have it there. I don't even, I'm going to look it up just because I like to know these things here, especially when we're talking about it. But I don't know how much the budget on the movie was, but like clearly the budget, they they went crazy on the budget in some areas, and them niggas skimped out on that bitch in a lot of other areas. Right. I feel like these niggas, I feel like 67% of the fucking film's budget went to costume design because it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it feels like that. And location, Rick Ross house, like two corners Queens. in Queens, <laughs> if they was even in Queens, my nigga. Right, Tyler Perry studio. And Tyler Perry studio. My nigga, like, these niggas didn't go nowhere for this shit, bro. Right. It's just, like, and you can tell. You can tell. It's called Coming to America. And in totality, from what we saw in the movie, these niggas spent less than 20 minutes total in America. It should have been called Coming from America if they was going to do that shit. I, I hear you on that, but at the same time, logistically, it's always still, you're going to still have to run with the, the title just because. I mean, I get what you're saying, but just for the aesthetics of how, the Hollywood system works and how it's going to bring you in with those numbers. The same way that we get all those kinds of those sequels that end up in red box that you didn't know fucking existed just because like tales from the hood, right? You're going to have to stick with the, <laughs> the title. So, I mean, it is what it is. My thing, if anything, with like, cause like, like, think about it. You got the born identity, the born supremacy, the born ultimatum. Like you had variances in it. Like, cause, uh, cause their, their alternative was calling this shit coming to America too. Or like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or coming to America to T-O-O, you know what I'm saying? Because he ain't come by himself. You know what I'm saying? He came with other niggas. They could have done something other than slap a two in the middle of that bitch because you can't you can't ask Siri or Amazon or none of them other smart services to play that movie if you say, play coming to America. Well, no, I get you on <laughs> that. Be like, so, no, that that's, which that's, one, dog? That's lazy by design. No, I understand that. I'm just thinking just still trying to sway away from even the coming in America Thing. I thought you were saying that, but no, that's fine. I get, I get what you're saying. It's, it's what it is. But, it, but again, but, but I think my my whole issue, a lot of it with people's gripes, is saying like, oh yeah, you were expecting it to be better than the first one. No, I didn't. No, I'm I the guy didn't that said, that. don't do it at all. The same way that they said at first that they weren't going to do it. As I said before, I would have taken the entire cast as it was and just do a whole different movie. A whole different yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been the same dope. cast. And I would have been happier with that. So that's my thing. Just don't touch something that you know you can't surpass. They didn't do anything but retread and rehash the basic same story. So that was why it was such a waste of time where it's like you could have just spent those resources on doing just a brand new comedy movie with yeah. all of those same people that you knew and loved and put them in different roles. And, hey, we could all have the same good time without basically inadvertently tarnishing the original. That's my issue. I just wish they wouldn't have made it. Period. But yeah, so here. listen. So let's so let's play it like this. My personal list of things that went wrong with this joint are first, there's damn near no America in coming to America. That's an issue for me. The reason being, if you watch that first movie and you think about it, from the church to the to the McDowell scenes 
getting Samuel L. Jackson in there, for example. The fucking, uh, what the fuck? The church, McDowell's. What's another location? The barbershop, obviously. And I feel like th- their apartment where they lived, the street <laughs> where they lived at right. during the time that they were there. The nightclub is a big factor. When you think about it, all of those elements and moments are based on the people of Queens, the people of New York. Like Queens is the setting, the backdrop and like low key, the lifeblood of that movie, because it's that fish out of water that really like that. Like that was like it's it's literally the perfect fish out of water scenario. And I knew you were going to say that and use that phrase, but then they're going to argue that the fish out of water was Lavelle. But the, but the thing was, and, and, I'm, and I'm with you, but the thing was, we did not, the same way, the way we got immersed into Queen's culture and saw how they were so opposite of it, we did not really get to see that in coming to America. True. Like, with, these, with the exception of them putting him through that bullshit Black Hercules trial set, <laughs> nigga, like... There was no real, like, this is how we do shit. Like, remember the scene in Black Panther? Like, just just that one moment, which was unrealistic as fuck, but when T'Challa was with Nakia and they walked through the streets of Wakanda. Right. And you got to just see the shit that was going on. Like, you got to actually experience it. We did not see any Zamunda. This is true. Yeah, yeah. When you say that, uh, everything takes place in the palace, basically. Right. Yeah. Or, or, Or out in the fucking front yard. Yeah. From from walking around talking to your fucking hair butler or fucking or 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 feeding fucking frisky to a goddamn lion, it all happens in the palace or right in front of that hoe. Right. So that like that's just an issue. Of course, then them literally telling the same story. Once he once they get Lavelle and bring him to Zamunda, here's a prince. Arranged marriage. Doesn't want the marriage, renounces throne, falls in love with a com- with a commoner. And father says no, but then says fuck it because it's what he wants and he needs to be happy the exact same way that it happened in the first movie. So then we come back to Zamunda for a royal wedding. They ruined the Randy Watson scene, which for me, easily the most egregious moment for me. Like everything else, I didn't really give a fuck about. I wanted the fire Randy Watson scene. So that was my biggest sin that I experienced in the movie. And then I felt like some people, we didn't really fucking need to come back necessarily. Like we didn't need fresh peaches and sugar cube to come back and say 30 years later, they still got ass. I didn't need that. I would have taken Daryl, Lisa's sister, give, give me them back. You know what I'm saying? I would have enjoyed having them back instead. You're fat shaming, bro. Hey man, listen. No, 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 no. You're not gonna come up on the stage big. And I'll still got ass. Nigga, she was snoring when she said it, and she was wide awake. No, you're canceled, fat shame. I am ass. definitely gonna be canceled, and that's it, nigga. It's fine. It ain't no way to avoid it, bro. Count, wow. count me out. Hey man, we got Jr. in the building, man. He he's Jr. Uh, does our visuals and graphics. He is the graphic design goat out here in these streets. So it's good to have that nigga. You know what I'm saying? He over here making the modest face right now. Yeah, so if you need any of them hot-ass mixtape covers. <laughs> fuck rap, nigga. Like, fuck rap, he nigga. He can't do enough mixtape covers right now. That is his bread and butter. He loves it. My nigga, my nigga said, bro, <laughs> if I don't get 10 mixtape emails a day, nigga, I don't even know what I'm doing. So y'all make sure y'all send those to. <laughs> oh, shit. Send them bitches to N1 Flyer. N1 Flyer. That's fucking That's hilarious. That's fucking hilarious, my nigga. Hey, listen, uh, they fuck it up all the time, man. We got JR in the building, man, whipping up whipping up the graphics. But, right, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know I'm Becca, coming live from the Mecca. Because niggas can't read. No. Bigatron on the microphone. You know, <laughs> Big. You know what it is. You already know. And you, you might wonder, why why is JR there whipping graphics for, for a podcast? Nigga, because, first of all, we got dope promo images that we need to have to be able to promote this shit to y'all. And secondly, the YouTube. So, you know. Go ahead over to the Pro 3 ENT YouTube channel where you will see our very up-to-date reviews. You will see our reactions to both trailers and actual movies and TV shows. The dope hot shit over there is waiting on you. So go subscribe to the channel, man. Why the hell would you not? Because y'all know what it is. We banging on all things pop culture, Kaz. Now, with that, for me, those were like my biggest issues because I know, Vig, you have some some major issues that, that didn't make this work I don't have as many issues as you do. Like I said, my whole thing is rehashing the story was just, you shouldn't have done it. That's my major thing. Outside of that, 
you can argue the whole thing of it's not as funny, but again, I don't want to hold someone to trying to beat out their previous jokes. It's not really that, but it's just about being fresh. So again, I would prefer for it just to be not a rehash without you making it a rehash. I think we would have given it so much more of a pass based on what we saw. Cause like I said, if I would have preferred for it to be just a whole different movie with the same cast, if they would have done a complete other story that was not just a remake in some ways or, you know, reboot of the first one, I would have also been okay with that. It was fan service the hell out to which I also expected. So it's like, it's a good time if you want to just have a mindless time of being, you know, nostalgic and all that shit. And yeah, it was cool, but you know, it's just the whole thing of, it didn't make the experience to seem to be that much more worth it. Having watched it, knowing it, we didn't really get anything new. Like I said, we could have just not done that and just kind of left it alone. That's what I would have preferred. So, you know, I, I don't have as many gripes other than the fact that I hate mediocrity and it was extremely mediocre. Bro, listen, I can and will forgive a lot, but I will not forgive that Randy Watson scene. It's just not. Like I said, you, I get it. I mean, the Randy Watson scene was not good. It was definitely not good. But I guess I had already checked out on not hinging too much on that movie after it really got good and going. And like I said, me as a Prince fan with them doing that whole fucking routine of them doing get off. I was fucking offended as a Prince fan. The fact that it went that long. So I was pretty much done at that point. There wasn't anything else you could have. Well, I thought that you definitely would have uh, covered the fact that this nigga who gave and showed us literally no signs of being musically inclined up to that point at all whatsoever. (laughs) Neither did his father nor grandfather. This nigga just, Heard a beat and just go went and grabbed a mic and just turned into an episode of Empire and started fucking rapping and shit. Basically, and it was just it, like what was, the was, fuck is happening? It was very vaudevillian and just like in the whole thing with the with the whole like the with the wedding and the whole proceedings there and the fact that just like with the even the funeral, it's very vaudevillian. It's very variety show ish. To which I understand when you're kind of bringing in the family aspect and it's like, hey, here's something for everybody. So let's bring in Gladys Knight. Let's bring in salt and pepper. Like, I personally hate that type of thing in films. But I know that there's a good section of people that love that type of thing. So I never want to shit on how you feel about it. If you love this, you love this. I'm the guy that doesn't like musicals. So again, I get it. Definitely not for me, but I had already checked out when I knew what type of movie it was. So it's like, all I'm hoping to go through is let me get some laughs that I don't see coming. And I didn't really get that. So Randy Watson being misused, even with the, the mighty sharp barbers, it, it was never going to be as good as the begin, you know, the first one. So I wasn't really expecting it to be just like, give me something that I just don't see coming. But that's the thing. I felt like the mighty sharp, the mighty sharp barbers were low key, just about on par with, with, the original, you know, they, what I'm they were okay, but if you really think about the first one and how absurd their conversations were in comparison to this one, but that was like we just didn't get as much of it, just like we didn't get, you know, what I'm saying, like I feel like we didn't get, like what we did get felt almost exactly the same, like perfectly on par, but then, but we didn't get as much, like you know, what I'm saying, like, like, like the Ali Joe Frazier shit, like you know, what I'm saying, right. we didn't get that, we didn't get into conversation like that with them this time, which right. was whack. But I felt like if they had gave us a little bit more of that, we would have gotten, you know, either super let down or we would have got some more of what was actually good. Because I feel like I feel like they didn't fuck them up. No, they didn't. But they probably had the most riding on that of anything, of any small bit of anything yeah. they knew they couldn't, you know, not deliver with that. But I think that's also a, it's a testament to you giving those scenes to Eddie and Arsenio and I guess in that case, Clint Smith to do what they did to be a little bit unhinged because when you think about the rest of the movie and I saw this elsewhere and it really did hit me. Yeah. Eddie was very pulled back in this movie. He wasn't. Yeah. He he was, he was not the star, right? He was not the star of the movie. So it's like, yeah, you took the person that was the star of the movie that made the movie based on all of his, you know, arguable improv skills. And as funny as he was, and you basically strip it of that. And yeah, it's not going to be the same. So that's me going back to the idea of that. I would just rather see him do something different. But again, you know, I'm a broken record. But again, like we said in the beginning, opinions are not facts. These are my opinions. You can completely disagree. If you like the shit, you like the shit. I don't have a problem with you loving it if you did. But nah, I will probably watch it a bunch of other times just because I love comedies. But yeah, this shit ain't good. No, it's not. 
Now, because I try to be fair, I will also not completely shit on this movie. Like I said, it's not good, but it's also not trash. The good things for me in this joint, like I said, costume design was phenomenal and that shit matters because it helps you get into the world. If you're supposed to be in this foreign land, this other country, none of that shit looked like some shit that niggas would be walking around in any city in America wearing. But after seeing that shit, I would wear a lot of that shit because it just was so over the top and fucking dope. And I feel like really, really well done. I also, you know, I, I, some shit did work for me somehow, even though I felt like it wasn't supposed to, which I kind of caught myself. Like the fact that they leaned so heavy into the fan service and the nostalgia, some of that shit caught me and it was like, fuck, like, I know I'm not supposed to like this moment or I know this shit is not actually that great, but I was in it. Like, as soon as I seen the McDowell's in the middle of the fucking jungle, it was like, that's funny to me. Then, them going inside, and the first, the camera pans right into fucking Louis Anderson. Lock me in, nigga. I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. Because I want to know where that nigga got to. Because my nigga, oh, then I'll get on fries. (laughs) And, you know what I'm saying? Like, just that that put me back in that mindset instantaneously. So, they kind of got away with not having to even give me a joke. By giving me certain moments and people that I definitely wanted to see. When they first get to America and they come to pick up Lavelle and they get out the limo, like I said, most people, like no, almost everybody who I talk to that's seen this shit have not noticed this shit. When they get out the limo, there's a big ass billboard on the side of the building behind the behind the limo. And it's a McDonald's billboard and it says home of the real Big Mac on that bitch. And then there's a yellow arrow that points to the to the fucking picture of the Big Mac. And it says with the seeds on that bitch. And as y'all know, McDowell's, the Big Mick, does not have the does not have the sesame seeds on the bun. That's fucking hilarious. When the nigga said they came at me with the cease and desist when we dropped the McFlurby. It's completely different. We put the toppings on the bottom. I could not stop laughing. That shit was funny. Like, he really, he, he sold it. You know what I'm saying? Because he sold it like it was genuine. Like, he really mean it. Like, nigga, this is different. <laughs> and that was like the commitment, the dedication to that made that laugh, made me laugh. So there's, still, there's definitely moments in it that do work. There's just, I think there's just more shit that doesn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is what it is, but it's out there now. So go watch that. Yeah. Go watch it. Enjoy it, especially if you're paying for Prime and. Yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll be watching it a bunch of other times over the course of some years, assuming I make it. But yeah, yeah, I thought about turning it on yesterday. I haven't decided yet. But I did download it. It's actually on my phone right now as we speak. Okay. So well, I, I definitely have to put it in you know, one of my drives to put it in the background. I'm probably going to line it up to be after the first one. And so, like I said, I'll enjoy it. I like a lot of shitty comedy movies that ain't that great. So. This much is true, too. I do like a few joints that ain't that great. Okay, so we also covered WandaVision. Let's briefly. Yeah, I was going to say briefly because I'm so WandaVision the fuck out. I am too. I am too. So let's briefly (laughs) cover WandaVision. And and, I mean, it's at this point, my nigga, like, I don't feel like we even have to say spoiler alert to to these things we're talking about. Nah, because we're we're already past the point of last episode. So yeah, so like once the whole shit is out there, my nigga, fuck (laughs) y'all. Like nigga, if you're listening, you ain't watching shit. That's weird. Yeah, be real. It's it's already been after since it's done, and. This still isn't technically out, so by the time that you even hear this, you, you still have, have had, another fucking week right, or two. You had another, yeah, a couple of weeks at least before you even heard this. So yeah, it is what it is. Exactly. So with that being said, we get the weirdest property to this moment, and they really, they really tried to do some out of the box ass shit, which I feel like they pulled off successfully. Yeah, but they were in struggle fucking mode for the first couple of episodes. That first, but but I feel like I feel like they did that. Sh- they leaned. Hard and heavy into that shit for what they were going for. And they also, and they knew what it was, which is why they put the first two episodes out well, together. You know what? This is true, but I also thought about that. This is the one, since the, we are a week out from the last actual airing episode, I now can appreciate it in that sense of saying, yeah, if you can go back and watch them all straight through, it's not as bad now. Right, right. But. Having to watch that, that first, first two <laughs> and then just sit like, man, what the fuck is going on? It's it so so it definitely start off a little little uh, little slow motion, you know what I'm saying? And they and they really do lean heavy into what that what the con the concept is. But once you get into episode three and this shit kind of starts to crack up and you start to see some some shakiness going on, 
then it kind of piqued your curiosity a little bit. By episode four. Well, let me say for the listeners that may not have actually watched it, if you were thinking about going into this, specifically speaking, that, you know, if you are into the MCU and you know anything about WandaVision, in fact, the vision is dead and Wanda's not back since the snap from Endgame, we now are introduced to this world in those first two episodes where Wanda and Vision are living literally in the 50s and 60s sitcom style. And those first two episodes were done in straight sitcom style where there was nothing going on that was superhero related outside of the idea that they knew there was something that they didn't understand with them living in this world. But you're talking straight 50s, 60s sitcom. So this is why we're saying it was so weird and hard to make it through where you're not even getting anything remotely like what you had seen on the big screen. And it's like, what the fuck is this? And it wasn't until by the end of episode two, where she all of a sudden ended up pregnant, things went color. And then you get to episode three, where we're now in the 70s. Brady Bunch. And then it's a little bit, you know, you're dealing with more where she's preparing to have these twins that she didn't know that, you know, how she got pregnant with all of a sudden out of nowhere. And then that leads up to the point where you were saying, by you get to episode, episode four. four. Right? Now, when we get to episode four, we get the outside world. We realize that they are inside of some sort of construct. And... With that being said, we get the introduction, the reintroduction of Agent Wu from Ant-Man and the Wasp. But we also get we also get Darcy from Thor coming, pulling up. I will eat corn chips out of the crack of her ass, nigga. There's only really a couple of corn chip brands that that could have been. But since ain't none of them cut the check yet, we didn't name you. Go ahead and hit us up for that sponsorship. <laughs> Blurs and clips at gmail.com. But yeah, so so we get that. We get the outside world. We get to see what the fuck is going on as they attempt to figure out what's happening inside of this construct. They figure out that it is broadcasting essentially because of the radiation that's being given off and a tv old style can pick that shit up and they're able to literally look in and watch it they see what we're seeing they're asking the questions we're asking which shows how clever and smart that they played it with the writing and how they knew we would be looking at it from there it gets a little wonky from the sense of the fact that because everything is kind of so subvergent to our expectations it leads to theories going crazy. There was literally no way for people to be satisfied in the end because everybody was thinking every possibility that there could be. Well, that forward. was a good thing of seeing how wrong people were about all the theories. Did we talk about the the new reintroduction of the grown version of Monica Rambo? Uh yeah. So she's she's there. She's actually there in episode two. Right. Well, she's there in in. Yeah, and early on, but I'm saying full introduction is that she didn't have anything significant, nor did we even know who she was. Right, she was just a black lady in the time. The beginning of episode four, because when they started off, it came back immediately after the snap where everybody was like reintegrating themselves into being back where they were when they got snapped. So that's how they introduced her back in. So then you finally figure out that this is Monica Rambo, the one lone black lady that was (laughs) like legit in the whole show, though. um, But like in the whole show, though. Right. So you didn't like, know even after on. we got past the sitcom part, she don't she the only black person that worked for Sword. <laughs> like my nigga, like I'm looking around like nobody else, huh? Yeah. Okay. So well, I guess to also to be fair, play by you know Tiana Paris, sour eat corn chips out her of her ass, like what directly it? from like like when you pull the chip out, okay. Yeah. Cause you know, cause I don't, I, don't, I don't want the queens being mad. Like, oh, you talked about eating corn chips out of that white girl's ass. Well, all right, baby, I will eat. Corn chips out of her ass. There you do it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> All right, cut and beautiful. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. So we get her in there, which is pretty dope. We get the introduction of Evan Peters coming in as Quicksilver, which was really dope, and everybody got excited. And that was for nothing. Let's just cut straight to the chase there. That shit definitely didn't do us no fucking good at all. It was like, eh, that was some old bullshit, my nigga. So when we got to the end of the show and found out that he was um, just a fucking miscellaneous actor from the town whose name they used to pull a dick joke being Ralph Boner, my immediate thing was to go to tweet Kevin Feige. You eat a dick, nigga. You eat a dick. I was fucking pissed, okay? Granted, 
everybody was correct about uh, the nosy neighbor Agnes being Agatha Harkness, who everybody who was into the comics knows was uh, a, a fucking ageless witch who taught Wanda a lot of shit about her powers. And and she's going to be sticking around, played by Catherine Hodge. She's really dope. You know, we, we get we get good dynamics. Dope shit happens. We get vision breaking out of the hex as they dub it at a, at a point in an episode we get them sending a, a drone into the hex to go and fire a fucking missile at wanda which did not go well for them we got a very dope call back to magneto turning all the military's guns on their leader the same way that he used all their guns pulled them from them with his power and turned them on him turned them on them should i so we got a lot of uh, a lot of really dope moments uh, a lot of theorizing occurred a lot of shit came to fruition. A lot of shit just did not. They did give us a lot. Like, Bettany was talking about having a cameo with somebody that he always wanted to work with, and it was fucking himself. So that was, I guess, uh, people... Fuck you, Paul. <laughs> people overdid it on the internet, saying that there, as they said, that there were still cameos and surprises coming, and those ended up being... Nothing really major as the internet was saying that there was going to be something that was Luke Skywalker at the end of Mandalorian level. We didn't get that. And that's that's just okay. You got to you got to just live with it. The thing that I was kind of disappointed about was I didn't feel like we got a major implication in the show here that directly told us or showed us what the connection was to Spider-Man or, or Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Well, yeah, thing I was going to say is that this seemed like to be just a super buildup for Doctor Strange, what I'm feeling like is more of, if anything. But yeah, they didn't really link it so directly to the point where you're like, it's obvious. Because had they made that the type of stinger where it was very obvious, it would have seemed like a better payoff. But I don't know. Maybe that's just the, you know, the fucking mindless monkeys that we are, where it's like we always have to get our little fucking pellets for doing pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit, a little bit of work. But overall, I thought the show was dope. I thought they really went for something with it. And. And it came out and it came out really like as a whole overall, I feel like it came together solid and they gave us some dope ass content. It was really like a long ass movie. So now to just sit through if there's I, I, I wonder if there's just like a without the beginning and ending, like if we just did like a just straight playthrough. That would be fucking dope. It could be. I mean, maybe that's the only way I would watch it because I was going to say oddly enough with everything that we talked about, it's like, yeah, the the show was fine. I enjoyed it. It wasn't like I wasn't watching it weekly and waiting for it to come up, but I feel like I have no reason to watch that shit again. No, no, no. I feel it. I'm I'm just saying, like, if I were to, I would want to watch it like a movie. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. If it was just a straight playthrough, I could almost see doing that maybe one more time, but I don't feel enamored to go back to this. Like, I I don't know. Maybe it was just a little bit too off for me. Like, I feel for some reason my initial thoughts... And assumptions is that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be different for me where I could see myself going back to watch those repeatedly. No, for sure. Now, hoping and assuming that it is actually good. But I I have faith in for the most part. Well, I just have no fucking clue what Falcon and Winter Soldier is about to even really have thoughts yet. I haven't really seen anything to like specifically say what the hell it is. So I mean, I'm with it, but. It almost still feels and seems odd with the exception of knowing that you have Cap's oldest friend and I guess his newest friend, but Cap's not there. So I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Of course, we're going to cover it and review it right over on the Pro 3 NT YouTube channel. Make oh. sure I go subscribe, hit the notification bell so you don't ever miss when we upload. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go watch it. But I just, you know, I, again, it's, it's kind of like with WandaVision. Like, we don't, we don't, we don't, we know, yeah, we don't know shit going into it. But I expect Winter Soldier vibes from, well, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, duh. I just I expect it to be Absolutely on that. don't. I would hope that we get that. Well, I'm saying in the, in the, in the vein of it being action and, you know, political intrigue is what I'm expecting. For sure. And I, I don't think we've seen anything from the trailers that gave me any other indication that that's exactly what it wasn't going to be. Like, I've seen nothing but action in some behind the scenes political intrigue some political pulling that that's going to be the grand focus of it and i'm totally on board with that for sure for sure i think so by the time the people hear this we will have gotten the snyder cut we will have gotten what we may depending on how we choose to release this we may or may not be at the point where we have 
Godzilla vs. Kong, but those shits are very close. Are, do you give a shit about Godzilla vs. Kong? Are I'm you sure anticipating the fuck that? Do. Okay. Okay, cool. Even though I can't see it on the big screen. Like, no, I give a fuck about big monster movie type shit. Like, you know, especially in that vein. When we're talking when we're talking Godzilla with current date CGI, yes, I definitely give a fuck about that. Yeah. So it's like like yeah. like six foot dude in a rubber suit is not sweet. Right. So yeah, I'm definitely on board with that. Like I'm not I'm not like salivating about the idea, but at the same time, no, when it fucking drops that fucking Friday, best believe that will be my evening entertainment, assuming that, you know, I was doing a bunch of other shit that day. So there's no question about that. I'm fully preparing myself to take a nap in hopes that the Snyder Cut drops at midnight so I can immediately turn that shit on, watch that shit till 4 a.m., then get up and jump in front of the camera and shoot the review. So as soon as people open their eyes, our shit is up. Okay. I'm planning for it. I'm going for it. You the man. I'm going to be tired. Apparently. That will be useless <laughs> to, to the world. But if I can get that nap on Thursday, that's going to make all the difference, bro. I guess. I, I guess I would be a little bit more excited about that if it still wasn't based on a movie that I basically have already seen. That's that's the thing too. I still been like hesitant about because it's like, fam, I'm I'm excited about a movie that that we already saw at least a version of. Crazy shit was when I posted the trailer reaction to to our YouTube channel, the Pro Three ENT Network over on YouTube, where you can go and subscribe and turn on the notification bell. <laughs> when I posted that, somebody uh, jumped in the comments and was like, "I'm so sick of you YouTubers pushing the narrative because." Actually, there's so much footage that you haven't seen at all. So if you knew anything about movies and followed film, you being a noob, then you would know that this is a completely different movie. It's like, fam. And I'm saying this sitting here with, with my girlfriend who is real <laughs> and she doesn't like it either. Like, okay, hey, shut us out, fam. Like, listen, just please respond with your address even if it's a p.o box so i could send you a bag of dicks to eat my nigga <laughs> i'm not trying to hear this shit bro listen to me when i say this fam the snyder cut is four hours the theatrical cut the whedon cut which was ass for the most part was two hours so when i said that we have two hours of footage we haven't seen i understand that realistically speaking the way that joss is telling us that he cut this bitch together there's going to be more than two hours of footage that we have not seen, but I'm saying in general, we're getting a bare minimum two hours of additional footage we have not seen, which makes this thing at least half fucking different. And that's fine, my nigga. I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what's going to happen. But at the same time, I'm still hesitant because Zack Snyder does not have the greatest fucking track record. Do not get me wrong. 300, lock me in, my nigga. Man of Steel. It's a fucking good movie. It's underrated, but it ain't great. But because Superman is boring as fuck at the end of the day. Same time, my nigga, Sucker Punch was trash. Wonderful movie if you watch that shit on mute. But who the fuck wants to watch a movie like that, my nigga? <laughs> that shit is ridiculous. Excuse me, Dawn of the Dead was an absolute classic. I actually did like Dawn of the Dead. It was cool. I only saw it once. I mean, I'm just, I, I just figured, you know, let me speak for the, the nerds who are, no, are no. getting for sure. You know what I'm saying? Now, now Watchmen, another one, one that has predominantly bad reviews. I enjoyed Watchmen. Yeah, I enjoyed Watchmen even as somebody that read the fucking graphic novel, you know, almost a decade before the movie. And for what it was worth, they did about he did about as much as you could do with that material without making it a full on miniseries. Exactly. That's the way you could have done that. So, you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's hit or fucking miss. Because then you have to consider Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Trashness, because that shit sucked dick with teeth. Okay, my nigga, that shit was bad, all right? And that's just what it is. So I'm looking forward to the Snyder Cut. I hope I don't have to fucking get in front of the camera at four in the morning and tear this shit the fuck apart. It would be nice to have a good movie to talk about. Well, even if it ain't good, I'm going to watch the shit probably multiple times and really not give a fuck. I'm not mad at you. Fuck but, it. but that's the price of being a geek in this shit. And the reason why we're even doing this fucking podcast in the first place is is for the love, as you know, motherfuckers say. You for know the, what you for yeah. the love of this thing. For the, like you're not getting paid and you're doing shit because you love it. So it's like, you know, like I said, I'm going to yeah, rip listen. a lot of shit that you motherfuckers may not like. But 
at the end of the day, again, not telling you not to partake and I'll probably partake, but I ain't going to spare no expense of telling you that it's not good if it's not good. Right. Have you seen anything else interesting this year, rather movie or TV? Nigga, last night I watched Boss Level. Did you see that? No. What the hell is Boss Level? Okay, Boss Level is a new movie I do not know, and I probably need to look it up to see if it was intended to come out last year, but it is a movie by Mr. Uh, Joe Carnahan, who you may know from Smoking Aces and Narc and the A-Team movie, all of that shit. He's very good with action so i know you're very aware of who yes. the gentleman is he has this movie starring frank grillo oh you know what wait 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 i did see that pop up which fucking service was i on hulu i know i must say yeah it had to be hulu or hbo max because i haven't been on netflix in like three or four days yeah, so hulu. hulu okay yep so i watched that shit last night and i was entertained it's not the greatest i mean it's yet again another groundhog day movie but with a lot more violence you know you can only do that but so many times with you know you having groundhog day first and then you have shit like edge of tomorrow or what is it live Die which Repeat. was fucking phenomenal yes it, man that was that was so that movie is so fucking underrated it's, it's a goddamn great bro like i am still upset that the marketing was so fucking bad and then the name Going from Edge of Tomorrow to Live, Die, Repeat, when initially the name from what I believe was a manga was All You Need Is Kill, yep. which also kill. was stupid, though. But, I mean, my nigga, it just, that was just a fucking great movie. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so it is it is pegged as 2021, so probably was supposed to come out last year. And so now that, you know, we're in the, the middle of the pandemic. Right. Yeah, we out here trying to survive the Pangea. Right. So it's just released on Hulu probably about a week or two ago. I just finally took the time to watch it last night. Basically, Frank Grillo, he is a ex-military type who, when the movie opens up, he wakes up where he's being attacked by a guy with a machete. He's laying in the bed with the woman. And that's where it starts off the whole cycle of where you're seeing as these movies go with them basically doing the same thing over and over again, day after day. But of course, he keeps dying and starting the whole process over. So, yeah, it's very much fucking Edge of Tomorrow. But like I said, with a different premise and, you know, motivation behind it. But Or Happy Death thing. Day as well. I didn't see Happy Death Day yet. And like after watching probably some Cinema Sins on that, I actually do want to kind of go back to watch those. Happy Death Day was good. The, first, the, sec the second one went a little off the rails with it. But the first one? great yeah but when i saw the premise of it i was like oh shit i probably should check that out but again like i said i'm always very that guy when you give me something that's almost slasher like i'm like nah i'm not interested but like you tell me the hook you tell me the hook then i may check that shit out so yeah once i saw about that i was like maybe one day i'll definitely check those out but uh, yeah boss level also stars uh mill racist ass gibson mill <laughs> mill pack of niggers gibson <laughs> oh i'm sorry mill i hope you get raped by a pack of niggers gibson is the main villain in the movie. Also stars uh, Naomi Watts and my dude, who I really appreciated during this time on Mad TV, Will Sasso, is in the Right. He, he, does, he doesn't get the props that he probably should. And, you know, and he put in a lot of work. Will Sasso is fucking funny. But yeah, they're, they're like the four main characters in the movie. Uh, Will Sasso plays uh, Mel Gibson's uh, main henchman. But uh, yeah, every day Frank Grillo wakes up to basically get chased by this team of assassins and he always gets killed at some point but like i said not to spoil where the movie goes but yeah there's a reason that he keeps repeating the same day and like everything else he has to eventually get the day right to figure out why he's in this loop of time and what he needs to do to finally end this it's very entertaining it's very violent it's very bloody it is more of a action comedy in some ways so it's yeah i, I dig it in in and, you know, not to really go off on that tangent of like, you know, Frank Grillo is absolutely fucking, he is, he is jacked in this movie. Like, I know dude got to be like 50 or more than 50, but he is cock D in this shit. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, he was, he was like with sexy flexy. Like, all right, you go Frank. But uh, yeah, dope shit. So definitely give that a check, you know, when you get a chance. It is, it is worth your hour and a half or however long it was. It, it wasn't bad. At all. So that's the newest thing I've seen. For sure. Back on Blacklist season eight. So getting all the way immersed back in that world with Red and fucking around watching that shit has been pretty cool. I also have been watching. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much all the way caught up on Black-ish. Random enough. 
I'm back watching through How I Met Your Mother again just because I fucking love that shit. Not really too much aside from that new shit that I'm that I'm watching at the moment. Just finished for life. So I'm gonna start reviewing some of these shows. Like, but I, I I'll wait and just do like full season recaps for both the YouTube and when we, you know, cover them here on the podcast and shit and get through the whole season before I just give a, a breakdown or synopsis of what I felt as a whole. So, you know, I don't have to keep talking about shit over and over again. But there's, I mean, I'm just looking forward to just new shit coming out at this point. I guess. I mean, I've only, in the last month or two or whatever, I started actually watching 30 Rock for the first time. And did you ever watch that? Here and there. I, I was really under the impression, or I always got the impression, that I just thought it was probably going to be extra cheesy and corny. And oddly enough, since I wasn't, I did not watch Saturday Night Live when Tina Fey was on. But then when fucking Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt came out on Netflix and I actually gave that shit a try and did not hate it. And I don't know what didn't make me go back to 30 Rock because of that. So I kept putting it off. Somebody else that I know on Facebook would always keep swearing by it. And I'm just like, dude, this shit can't be good. Because just like coming to America, it's got Tracy Morgan in it. And I don't like Tracy Morgan. (laughs) So... I decided to uh, say you ain't fuck fucking it. with the last OG. Man, I am not fucking with Tracy Morgan. I ain't I ain't been fucking with Tracy Morgan probably since '97. Like, yeah, I ain't, nah, I ain't on it. I, I ain't fuck with Tracy Morgan probably since uh, what the fuck was that? Probably Uptown Comedy Club or whatever the fuck he was on way back in the day. But uh, yeah, nah, sorry, Tracy. Like yeah, I, said, I can't I can't front like I'm a big fan. You say long nah, as y'all like, even still like that ain't even his movie. So nah, like sorry, Tracy. I mean, we can fight out in the street. No, fuck it. We got mad Hollywood enemies. <laughs> probably after a certain point, I probably should watch my mouth because this shit will come back to bite me in the ass at one point. But uh, yeah, not on it. But yeah, try watching uh, 30 Rock. I've been going through all the seasons. Um, I think it has seven, seven seasons officially on season six now. I'm actually very surprised. The shit was actually very fucking consistently funny and I wasn't really expecting that. So that's mainly what I've been doing that's new for me. That ain't new. So. Got you. Something is telling me that that you know you guys should go to the pro 3 ent youtube channel and subscribe like share and subscribe like share subscribe feel free to comment and tell us how you feel about our reviews and give your own opinions respectfully in the comment section below so on and so forth Uh, we will be launching new podcasts are on the way more podcasts other shows from the pro three gang are on the way so be on the lookout it's not just blurs and clips on your head right now my g we got more shit coming down the fucking pipeline i'm excited to introduce new shows and give y'all a dope network it is here family it's here new peck of watts y'all know man <laughs> burger king applicant watts always at you with the new five content my g i right, man. so the last thing i wanted to talk about which was the first thing at the beginning was completely miscellaneous but i don't know if you even partook <laughs> you know what i'm saying but cartoon wise nickelodeon or disney channel okay so disclaimer This isn't really a disclaimer, but this is to also make sure that you understand the diversity here for the Blurds and Clips podcast. As much as he tries to make fun of this, I am 12 years Becca Watts' senior. 12. Mm -hmm. 12. So, bit of a generational gap. I don't like almost anything Disney. Okay. Nothing. So, when I came up as a kid in elementary school when Nickelodeon first started, and this was before all of the cartoons... I love Nickelodeon watching fucking you can't do that on television um, out of control basically all of the shit that all of that Canadian shit that ended up here that we got to watch. So by the time that they really started doing a lot of the cartoons, especially early on, early 90s, really fucking loving the original uncut versions of Ren and Stimpy in that first season. Oh, my God. I watched a bunch of shit from the very beginning when it started like Doug Rugrats. There's a lot of it. So, no, I am. Nickelodeon all day in comparison. That's why I said in bringing up the whole thing about the I Real Monsters, when I was watching that, talking about on Sundays, I was technically an adult. I had a job, but it was just still what I watched on Sunday mornings. Gotcha. Sunday mornings, the afternoons, like it was always on that. So I never really, I've never been a Disney kid. I've never really liked Disney cartoons. I don't really like Disney movies, and I definitely don't like Disney musicals. But were you ever a Flintstones kid? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I was. I remember I I used to take Flintstone vitamins when them shits were still a little bit bitter. So ten million strong. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Okay, 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 okay. Hold up, Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. That's that's different. I'm still probably going to go Nickelodeon because I don't co-sign for Cartoon Network outside of Adult Swim. Okay. Like for me, most Cartoon Network stuff that was still geared toward kids, eh, it's whatever. It's hit or miss for me. Because I think I've seen people bring up like lists lately and they were comparing that shit of the Nickelodeon it's, versus it's tough, Cartoon. Bro. And Cartoon Network got in the game late. And right. But no, for me, Cartoon Network only really starts for me when we start talking about Adult Swim, or even before it was Adult Swim, like when I think of Space Ghost Coast to Coast, and then moving into stuff like Cartoon Planet and the Brack Show, and then everything else, and you started getting Aqua Teen, then I was all about Adult Swim from that point on. But for sure, all of the because Nickelodeon original, was still just giving niggas nigga at night, right? I think Cartoon Network. The only thing I could really say that I watched like that on a regular was probably Extras Lab, honestly. Okay, so see, that's the thing, man. It's it's tough because. Cartoon Network had the cartoon cartoons and they had cartoon cartoon Fridays. Right. Like, I don't know what possessed these motherfuckers to call these shows cartoon cartoons. Like, whatever. My nigga, sure, I'm with it. But it was like cartoon cartoon was like, was low key. They, it was low key. They answered to SNCC and shit. Like, cartoon right. cartoon Fridays was they answered to like SNCC. And them was both the heat, my nigga. Like, the high, stinky cheddar. But they had Dexter. They had Johnny Bravo. They had Powerpuff Girls. They had Ed, Ed, and Eddie. They had Cow and Chicken. They had all these ill-ass shows, super original and very different shows and concepts. And then also would then roll into, you know, Adult Swim. And we had, I mean, shit, we had, that was, niggas, most niggas got introduced to anime through Cartoon Network, getting out of school and shit and coming at home and watching Reboot and Dragon Ball Z and shit like that. Then yeah. and then at night getting Gundam and Inuyasha and Roroni Kenshin and all of that shit. And that's the reason why I don't watch anime now. Because when I watched I'm that guy that I got introduced to anime in like the early nineties when I was still watching on VHS. The first shit I ever got, well, I heard about and watched a review with Siskel and Ebert on Akira back in like eighty eight, eighty nine. Didn't get to see it until years later. The first shit I ever really got to watch outside of the other Japanese shit that we got that came onto the side, like with Battle of the Planets and Robotech and shit like that. Fist of the North Star. First shit that I ever got to see that was straight, uncut, bloody, like, and it's still one of my fucking faves. And so for me to watch that shit and going through the 90s and I used to go to this, it was a comic book store. They used to be here that they used to rent a bunch of tapes. And I used to rent shit all the time. I got all this shit on VHS. So I'm like super into this shit. And then by the time like this Tanami shit kicks in and I'm finally getting to see, you know, Gundam Wing and stuff like that. Cause I had like original episodes, like the first Gundam shit and it was cool. But then it was like all this anime became so mainstream and not to be that guy to be like, Oh yeah, I'm a hipster. Like, Oh, it's mainstream <laughs> now. So I'm not going to watch it. But it was like, we were just inundated between that and Pokemon and all of this shit where all of this Japanese programming was then invading in where also with it hitting me during that time of like my early, the mid twenties where I started really to see how much, how so convoluted most of that Japanese shit is where I was just like, you know what? I've had about enough. This shit is all the same. So, no, no, for sure. <laughs> a lot of that shit is definitely the same. A right. lot of it is is. I mean, like, but the thing was that was kind of partially what we were. That was that was what we were getting introduced to. Right. What we got because of popularity sake and shit like that, and things that they felt like would kind of go together on the networks or whatever. But there's definitely a lot of different shit that that are still dope. I f- I feel like. Bro, like, I don't know, because as I'm sitting here talking about it and thinking about that shit, it's joints that I completely forgot. Cartoon Network had the heat. Like, yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho, my motherfucking shit, bro. Cowboy Bebop, my motherfucking shit. Detective Conan, fucking just so many joints that I constantly watched. Disney Channel actually was doing, like, movies every Friday. So I, I, I you can't, like forget like let's watch a Disney Channel movie every Friday and shit they had a couple of joints like they had so weird which was really dope they had uh the jersey that was low-key that was low-key dope too I fucked with like some of these live action shows that they had 
But Nickelodeon, man. Right, but that's what I was about to say. You bringing up live action shit, and I'm like, that's the main reason why you could never bring up some Disney shit to me. Because you talk about Nickelodeon, nigga, Pete and Pete, nigga, alone. Nothing beats <laughs> Pete and Pete. I matter of fact, I had a I had a playlist which, you know, cancel me now. Just cancel me. Okay. I'm canceled. So okay, don't even worry about me. And I'm fine with it. But I have a playlist that I put together on Spotify called Good White Music. And I have Polaris Hey Sandy on that playlist. And I low-key think I put it on there like two or three times just to make sure that even if I'm shuffling, the chances is high that that bitch coming on, my nigga. Because I want to hear, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. This dog by. <laughs> nigga, like, that's my shit, bro. Nothing to, do, nothing to do with nothing. I don't care, my nigga. Adventures of Pete and Pete. That's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? My nigga Archie, the strongest man in the world. Yeah, that shit was just always weird enough to me just watching it back then. And, and I think that probably still came out when I was still in high school. And I just remember the fact is like, what the fuck is Iggy Pop doing on this shit? And then like watching it and knowing it having ties to REM and shit like that. I'm like, yo, this is, I just didn't expect that for something like that. But that, that shit, I have a bunch of those episodes I, I downloaded off of YouTube, but the audio's quite uh, shitty, but yeah, you know. But, but I mean, Pete, but Nickelodeon, bro, they was body and shit. Yeah, Pete and Pete, all that. Kenan and Kale. Are you afraid of the dark? Still my shit to this day. Salute your shorts. Bro, they also had the heat, the high stinky cheddar. Don't get me wrong. Like, all of that late night shit, my nigga, low key on the wine division type shit. I was like, bro, this really reminded nigga of sitting down watching nigga at night, bro. I really used to fucking watch nigga at night. Mary Tyler Moore, Bob Newhart, fucking Taxi. And Bewitched and Dick Van Dyke and all of that shit. I used to watch all of that shit. Yeah, and it's weird. I think I had a conversation with about, with somebody else about this recently and saying that difference in how you got exposed to that through Nick at Night where you kind of had a choice. But when I had to watch all of those sitcoms, it was because we didn't have anything else. Right. Like when I came up as a kid, especially when I tell a lot of people like this, like they didn't know or didn't understand that Cleveland proper did not have cable until like 87. So you had to live in the suburbs in order for you to have cable. So like, oh, so that's when I came out like a mixed right. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so like, you know, the fact that if I was in, you know, my father's house, the house I grew up in in East Cleveland, yeah, we had cable, but when my mother and father got divorced from all those years from 83 on being in my mother's house. There was no cable. So all we had was, you know, three, five, eight, 61, 55 when it finally came around i remember when 19 didn't exist and it came up so that's all we had and they played all of that shit in syndication so when it was like summertime it wasn't like i had an option of watching a bunch of cartoons it was like nigga ain't no on this bitch with i love lucy and dick van dyke and right. the fucking monkeys that's how i got used to <laughs> hey when, i remember that shit right so when i watch that shit i think about my childhood in that way of not having a choice and it's funny how a lot of y'all end up watching it still kind of by choice because it was there and it was being presented to you in such a way where it was like prime time where they were just filling slots i just always think that shit's kind of funny but yeah like that's where i feel it too but that's what i also didn't like about those two episodes of wandavision where it's like i watch this kind of shit why isn't this as funny as the original old shit that's what i had a problem with. i feel that because I, I really do fuck with dick van dyke show and the fact that watching them try to emulate it and i wasn't really you know getting it i was like ah, yeah it's just it wasn't doing it for me per se so yeah, it's just it's just dealing with that that dichotomy of you know that whole thing. But yeah, Nickelodeon, like I said, it's always going to edge out anything dealing with Disney to me because I just Disney has never done too much for anything for me that made me love Disney as a kid outside of Tron, and that's just is my experience. Yeah, I can't even I can't even really give it give it that. I just feel like I feel like I was watching Disney as well because. Right, <laughs> right. So that's that's a whole different story. That's a whole day. That's some other <laughs> shit. I really wasn't watching Disney for the cartoons because as I'm thinking about it, I don't have a lot of them in my mind. I was really watching them for like those tween live action type shows. Right. They had the one joint in a heartbeat about the EMS teenagers or whatever. They had fucking, like I said, so weird. They had the Disney Channel movies every week like Smart House and Brink and shit like that. That was what I watched Disney for. But the majority of my time was spent between Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network, yeah. and I feel like that's gonna be it. We could probably do a whole fucking episode 
like debating them too realistically lining up them shows looking at that list that and floated around the internet and shit right so, i mean we probably fuck around and do that shit yeah most definitely especially to go into i don't think adult swim is as uh well sung as it should be no it's definitely not and you know what was fucking fire about adult swim that a lot of shit get lost on they have i think somewhere between 10 and 15 different like original productions like original beats made that are particularly their like set of themes like they have the like adult swim has its own whole soundtrack for right. all those different like introductions when the sh- when the shows start up and i have all of them bitches on my phone last i checked so them shits are definitely dope man we're gonna fuck around and get into that one day but i guess we should go ahead and wrap this bitch up one time because we are going to be back on y'all fucking neck again next week with another episode of the blurs and clips podcast where we banging on all things pop culture right here on the pro 3 ent network i ain't gonna lie i'm excited because we got some new fucking toys in this bitch like i bought some cool shit today to enhance the studio space i'm really fucking happy about it so i'm just over here bugging out but as always if you got questions concerns comments holla at shit what 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 do we call ourselves what what should we be i don't know i i I was about to say we just niggas but i ain't want to say that but see that's what i was about about to say holla at show niggas ah maybe i shouldn't say that fuck it holla at show niggas at blurs and clips at gmail.com Anytime, 24 hours a day. We will definitely get to them things one time, man. Send pictures of butt cheeks that you feel like should have corn chips eaten out of them. Facts, facts. Send us. Female, 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 female. Send us them yams. You know what I'm saying? As always, signing about this thing, I am BKA Watts. Make sure y'all follow me at BKA Watts. The BKA is better known as because you niggas don't know my first name and I'm sitting here as always with. Hi there. It's the award-winning Vigatron. And you can follow me at Vigatron 999. Google me. Yeah. Cause my nigga got IMDB credits. Uh, you could too if they didn't cut your scene out of Judas and the Black Messiah. You could have been uncredited. You know what I'm saying? Nigga was almost a movie star, man. Fuck all the bullshit, man. We'll go ahead and get about this thing, man. I appreciate y'all tapping in with us, and we'll be back at y'all next week right here on the network, dog. Mm-hmm.